everybody. Welcome to VH Yes. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Cassie. Each week on VH Yes, we watch and discuss, sometimes for the first time, the top grossing film from that week, 21 years prior, what's changed about our viewing experience, and what hasn't. Why 21 years? Why not a clean 20? Uh, the movies were better in 1995. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we need to build as deep a backlog as we can and not rush into 1997 before we have to. Mm-hmm. So, Cassie, I want you to just picture for me, uh, try to remember when you're a young sprout, just a little Cassie, mm-hmm. and you're hanging out within range of the TV. Maybe you're helping your mom make dinner or eating popcorn with your dad. Mm. And a commercial co- comes on. You see a... A devastatingly handsome man in a tuxedo. He's mm. shooting things up. Stuff's blowing up. And he looks at the camera and he says, no more foreplay. <laughs> Do you well, remember uh, remember that experience? I, no, but I'm sure I was very aroused. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the, the commercials. Like I remember that line sticking out. Really? So, when it happened in the movie, I just, it all came together. Mm. I found what all the excitement was about. Mm-hmm. So our movie this week, of course, is GoldenEye, the 1995 reboot of the James Bond franchise and the introduction of Pierce Brosnan as Bond. Swoon. Mm-hmm. Otherwise known as Stu. <laughs> <laughs> the best stepdad ever. Yeah, he takes the kids to the pool. He is allergic to hot peppers <laughs> deals with a psychopath with humility <laughs> and grace mostly i like stew me too and bond has a lot in common with stew i would say or at least they have identical personalities <laughs> yeah they do <laughs> But GoldenEye is an MGM movie. It came out in, uh, in wide release on November 17th, 1995, and it grossed $26.2 million that opening weekend. It was directed by Martin Campbell, who also directed the, 20, uh, the 2006 Casino Royale, the first uh, Daniel Craig Bond movie. Mm. Hard to imagine two more different James Bonds. Seriously, yeah. Mm-hmm. Total opposite ends of the spectrum from what I've seen. Yeah, I would... Here's my comparison of the two Bonds. One is very handsome in the face, but really hairy. And the other <laughs> one is less handsome in the face and less hairy. So, eh, you know, they balance out. <laughs> it's really all you need to know to evaluate any James Bond is you um, you put you set up a line graph and on the y-axis is face handsomeness and on the (laughs) x-axis is the hairiness the bodily hairiness you just plot all your bonds and the one in the middle is is best unless you want an extreme do you want the bond would be the handsomest bond with the hairiest body as far as i know i haven't seen any of the timothy dalton ones well you know some ladies like a lot of hair i'm not one of them but so mine, mine would be way up on the, the face handsome scale and then really low down on the hair. So Some women just think they can have it all. <laughs> you can have your handsome face and your hairless body. <laughs> I mean, Pierce Brosnan could shave and then he'd probably be the winner. He's a spy. He's got better things to do with his time than get his body whacked. <laughs> I think uh, I think the hair is a liability. It's dangerous. Yeah, like if you had to sneak into a Velcro factory. Or, yeah. 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 You're right. Or if there were a But you know, if he were on a mission in a cold climate, like the exactly like the the space weapons control center mm-hmm. in in Siberia, mm. he would be a lot warmer. Yeah. Than yeah. Than pretty boy Daniel Craig, not so pretty boy. <laughs> than hairless sea lion of a man, Daniel Craig. Uh, Craig's gonna have to put on a sweater or at least like a wool base layer. Yeah, that that's fine. You can always add more layers. You can't take them off though. I think 
M has been doing this longer than you. She knows how to recruit a bond <laughs> that has the appropriate level of body hair. Fair enough. I, I place my face completely in M. <laughs> but aside from, you know, human grizzly bear Pierce <laughs> Brosnan as Bond. He was really <laughs> hairy. I mean, did you, did you notice it? Because it was I watched, distracting. I watched me. a few Bond movies this weekend. Oh. Well, because they're all, they're pretty much all streaming on Hulu or Amazon Prime. So mm-hmm. I wanted to get a, get a taste of re- what the other Bonds were like and uh, appreciate good. the fran- the the constants and the variations in the franchise it was just a couple other movies but Mm. the point of my telling you this is that sean connery Mm. is a lot hairier oh boy wow wow Mm -hmm. so it's uh pierce brosnan's hairiness didn't stand out to me (laughs) that much all right fair enough there's always somebody hairier (laughs) (laughs) which like I mean, statistically, that's not true. One person on the planet has to be the hairiest human alive. <laughs> We're going to find him wherever he <laughs> is. Wanted the world's hairiest man. <laughs> Could, like, start a dummy dating profile or something just to lure in the hairy men, not to actually... We could. Try to, try to date them. We should. But that's... That's a whole other... We're going to have to go into this <laughs> offline. Yes. <laughs> no, don't apologize. <laughs> Just the mind reels. I don't want to get distracted by mm-hmm. all the logistics. Of we, we have a lot this to This hairy manhunt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, some of the other folks in this movie are Famke Janssen or Famke Jansen. Um, Sean Bean, who, you know, we all know about Sean Bean. Mm. and He dies. Uh, yeah, it's his thing. Mm-hmm. Alan Cumming, Isabella Skorupko, Robbie Coltrane, who, I don't know if you recognized him, but he's Hagrid from the Harry Potter movies. Oh, he looked familiar, but I, I did not make the connection. Well, he's a lot less hairy in the <laughs> movie, so you're, you're probably just on the hunt for a hairy man, and he slipped right under your radar. So distracted by hair. <laughs> So he's in it for about two minutes, and Minnie Driver is is also in it for about 30 seconds. Real, where? When? I totally missed her. Oh, you didn't miss her. <gasps> oh, is that? Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think okay. Minnie is going to get her fair share of credit as the right. discussion goes on. Great. I, you know, she kind of looked familiar, but I was assuming it was a nobody. <laughs> Yeah, I might not have placed her if I hadn't also read the cast list. So I was uh, looking out for her. I mm-hmm. thought she was going to be a pretty big character, but this was probably one of her first movies. Like oh. If if Goodwill Hunting was her big break, then she's still a couple of years away from mm-hmm. being a household name. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, GoldenEye also introduces Judy Dench as M. Mm, double swoon. And she is amazing. Yep. Yep, she is. The uh, basic premise of this movie is pretty, pretty similar to what you would expect from a classic Bond movie. James Bond must track down a powerful Russian space laser that's been stolen by, he thinks, Russian rogue agents. Mm -hmm. And as in last movie, uh, last week's movie, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, our hero is haunted by a traumatic loss in the opening sequence. Mm -hmm. It's not a raccoon this time, though. No. So it's a little less haunting for the audience. But Mm -hmm. nonetheless, it it affects it affects Bond. (laughs) A a fellow agent is killed on a mission before his very eyes. And. Because that agent is played by Sean Bean, the real shock isn't that he's killed, but that, (laughs) spoiler, he's secretly alive and behind the whole dastardly scheme. I knew it Mm -hmm. was him. So, Cassie, what did you think of this movie? (laughs) Um, you know, I enjoyed it. Uh, it's very entertaining and it's really long and it held my interest for most of it. So that's a good sign. Um, yeah. And as Bond films go, it was pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, 
this is exactly the kind of movie I needed last week. Mm. It's a weird, aimless action movie with corny jokes and good stunts. (laughs) A lot of corny jokes. (laughs) So many corny jokes. And that's really, I mean, that's really all you want when Mm -hmm. you're kind of stressed out, just need something to distract you and give you some laughs. And this movie, this movie accomplishes that admirably. Mm. Yes. It delivers on all accounts. Mm -hmm. And... This was the first Bond movie that had come out since the late 80s. So it was the longest gap between James Bond movies. Mm -hmm. So the public was, you know, they needed a new James Bond. There hadn't been a great James Bond since the 70s and uh, times had changed. So this movie is still extremely formulaic. Uh, you could go down a list, and in fact, we're going to go down a list and check <laughs> off all the standard Bond elements that are in this, but it still clearly makes an effort to address the fact that, you know, Bond Bond needs to be updated. Yeah. Bond needs to fit, needs to get with the times, or mm-hmm. at least the movies do. Yeah, definitely. So, um... Let's talk about these classic Bond elements. Mm. Starting with Bond himself. Aside from hairiness <laughs> and and beauty of, of face, how does Pierce Brosnan stand up? Mm. Well, I, I have a disclaimer because I have only seen bits and pieces of the older Bond movies, like with Sean Connery and uh, what was the other guy's name? Roger Moore. Roger Moore. Yep. Um, only seen bits and pieces. So, to me, Pierce Brosnan is kind of the original Bond. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I thought he was great, <laughs> but uh, I can understand people who were used to a more classic Bond uh, not liking him so much. Yeah, I can't understand really disliking him because he does. He does a serviceable job. Mm. He definitely has like a class and a polish to mm. him mm-hmm. that not every James Bond does, but it yeah. still still helps him slip into the role pretty well. Mm-hmm. I had seen Bond movies. I s- probably paid the most attention to the Daniel Craig ones, mm-hmm. but um, I think personally, I still probably like Sean Connery as Bond best. Mm-hmm. He's just very charming, devil may care. He always has a smirk on his face. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that sense, Sh- Pierce Brosnan is similar in that he's not too, not too affected by his work. Uh, it's mostly just going through his dapper debonair life and all of this dangerous work happens to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So it's just a playground for which... On which he performs as the same person he would be anyway. Yep, yep. agreed. Yeah, I, I've also seen, uh, I think all, if not all, most of the Daniel Craig Bond movies. And the difference is, like, Daniel Craig is, like, super, like, affected by what's happening to him. Yeah, yeah. Which is the point of those movies. But, yeah, Pierce Brosnan is, has much more of the suave you know i've been here before kind of attitude i can understand people who are upset about the direction that the daniel craig ones have gone in i think those are definitely my favorite movies Mm -hmm. of any i've seen but they are very different from the earlier ones they're not they're they're so weary and Mm -hmm. so affected um yeah they're very serious Mm mm-hmm yeah, Pierce Brosnan's Bond was just very cold, I thought. Not cold in like a, you know, because Daniel Craig's Bond can be cold in the sense that this is a person who's shutting himself down so he doesn't feel too much. Mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan's, I thought, was just kind of cold in that he's just a, a cool operator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very distant. Kind of. Yeah. 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 Which is not true of Stu. That's actually a an important distinction. Mm. I think Stu is a very warm-hearted man. He's very caring. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And one of 
the other classic parts of any Bond movie is the opening sequence and the theme song. Mm-hmm. So it's a thing. Mm-hmm. You always get these really awesomely animated and designed title <laughs> credits. Most um, mostly awesomely <laughs> animated. The goal is for them to be awesome, and yes. a lot of them really, really are. Yeah. Um, the theme songs are also pretty a, a highlight of the series. A lot mm-hmm. of them have gone on to be, you know, just regular pop songs that stand on their own. Yep. Uh. <laughs> This, uh, this I would say ranks right around in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I'd put it lower than middle. <laughs> How so? Not that I don't really love Tina Turner, but <laughs> I just wasn't into the the song. Wasn't catchy enough, I guess. I don't know. Mm. And and the guns coming out of ladies' mouths in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I get that that's very Bond. Uh, oh, yeah. Super Bond. But yeah, it was this one came across as a little silly. Well, yeah, yeah, that is pretty silly and really over the top, like phalluses everywhere. <laughs> and I really liked the um, the subtle imagery of the uh, the crumbling Soviet era statues. Ooh, yeah. Like your, your Lenin and Stalin statues getting <laughs> smashed. Because it's another world. We're yep. in the post-Cold War world now. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. something Bond has to deal with. Mm-hmm. You want to, if I may, read some of the lyrics from the theme song? Please, please do. All right. Uh, I'm going to have to restrain myself so I don't just sing them. You should probably just sing them. (laughs) No, because then I'll do a Tina Turner impression. (laughs) (laughs) No one wants that. (laughs) Golden Eye. That's mine. Yeah. Do you want do you want to just <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know the whole song. That's literally all I can remember from it. <laughs> also, um so one of the ones I watched this weekend was Goldfinger. Have you seen that one? No. I think oh. that's one that I've seen like bits and pieces of. Mhm. Which yeah. is fine. Like those movies are kind of patchwork together anyway. <laughs> you yeah. mix and match them. But the Goldfinger theme song is excellent. Oh, and- I do know that one. That one is really good. <laughs> and really hard not to sing. Mm-hmm. So for days after we watched it, <laughs> the last like minute of the song, the, the lady singing it just screeches, he loves gold. He only <laughs> loves gold. Gold. He loves gold. Only gold. <laughs> So I would just randomly burst into <laughs> sing screaming of he only loves gold. Uh, I really I really do like a lot of Bond themes. That one, that one is pretty high up there. Yeah. I also uh used to listen to The World Is Not Enough a lot when I was Well, that's younger. a legit legitimately good song. Yeah, it's fun. Right? Yeah. And the um the Adele one from uh, Skyfall. 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 Yeah, I do that a lot. <laughs> when you're singing, when you're trying to imitate really good singers, do you, I think you do, judging by what you just did, <laughs> sing in a really silly voice? Because it's like, well, I definitely can't sing like a Yes. Doll. I'm not yes. going to embarrass myself by trying to be good. Mm-hmm. Just be silly. That's the best that I can hope for. Skyfall. <laughs> like, like Cartman. That's what you sounded like. I know. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. And yeah, there's there's a deep bench of good songs to, mm-hmm. to listen to from Bond theme songs. Um this one and the but the lyrics, because they have to kind of tie in with the movie, are always a little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Hem, me, 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 me. From the Golden Eye theme song. See reflections on the water, more than darkness in the depths. See him surface and never a shadow. On the wind, I feel his breath. <laughs> That's beautiful. Mm. It's like a poem. Golden eyes, like a, a hairless submarine <laughs> surfacing from the depths. No, it's a hairy submarine. <laughs> 
You would see shadows. Kim, <laughs> golden eye. I found his weakness. Golden eye, he'll do what I please. Golden eye, no time for sweetness or mm-hmm. foreplay. But a bitter kiss will bring him to his knees. You'll never know how I watched you from the shadows as a child. You'll oh. never know how it feels to be the one who's left behind. Oh. Yeah, you'll never know the days and the nights, the tears, the tears I've cried. But now my time has come and time, time is not on your side. Oh. It is, goes on. Is this Sean Bean <laughs> singing to, that's to James what you Bond? Would, <laughs> that's what it would seem from from knowing the plot. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um, I don't know if we're dealing with more... It's a confused feeling. It's like yeah. the only way someone can interact with Bond is through this sexualized discourse. But mm-hmm. even if it's, uh, yeah, an angry male colleague. <laughs> what a tortured soul. Mm, this this theme song operates on multiple levels, really. Because mm-hmm. these lyrics also belie the reckoning that Bond faces in Goldeneye because... Times have changed, and he's not going to be able to get whatever he wants with his usual rackish, misogynistic charm, mm-hmm. as he's as he's used to. Yeah. And the Bond, the Bond girls in this movie, kind of reflect that. But <laughs> well, one of them does. <laughs> <laughs> the other one, no. <laughs> You want to expand on that? What do you mean by that, Cassie? So, the in, in keeping with the theme that you were discussing about um, trying to come away from Bond as a misogynistic jerk, uh, we have Natalia Seminova, or however you say her name. Yeah, good enough. Good enough. Um, who's a very strong-willed, independent uh, hacker lady. She's very capable at what she does. And, you know, she's a good character. And I was a little disappointed when she fell for Bond. I was like, me too, mm, girl, you don't need him. Because it always comes out of nowhere, too. It does. Like, this lady resisted Bond. And now she's in love with him. And Not you too, Natalia. I mean, I don't know. Maybe if I were really close to being murdered, uh, I would also fall for a jerk that happened to be close, who, who saved me, I guess. I, I Maybe that's what happened. I yeah. I mean, don't, don't, don't knock it until you've been in that situation, you know. <laughs> maybe once she's cooled off. Yeah. yeah, I don't predict that this is a long-term relationship. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Natalia is going to be in the next movie. Mm, you know, I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure she's not. And neither is the other Bond girl. <laughs> For different reasons. Because <laughs> she's dead. <laughs> I mean, she's not... She's a Bond girl, but she's also a villain. So mm-hmm. it's it's a good thing that she dies. Yeah. The deadly woman. Xenia on a top. On a top. On a top. Which is misleading because every time they show her <laughs> doing it, she's on the bottom. Well, you need to be on the bottom to crush people to death with <laughs> your deadly thighs of steel. <laughs> okay, so her plan is she starts on a top when she like <laughs> she starts getting aroused and she just like starts scratching wildly at, at whoever is her victim and just like <laughs> screaming like actually screaming i didn't know what was happening the first time <laughs> i didn't either i'm like is she okay <laughs> is there something wrong i also didn't even get that she was crushing people with her deadly thighs like mm-hmm. i knew something was going on down there <laughs> yeah. and people were dying mm-hmm. but it i had google had to tell me that that Google squeezing them with her thighs. I mean, I didn't Google it. I was like reading articles or whatever (laughs) that mentioned the thighs. I imagine you typing into Google like, what the (laughs) heck is Xenia on a top doing in Goldeneye? (laughs) Xenia on a top sex enemies die? (laughs) 
<laughs> question mark <laughs> okay google <laughs> what's going on with Xenia's thighs <laughs> yeah she is a super freaky lady yeah she's she's super freaky yow and as bond puts it she always did enjoy a good squeeze oh which they present like a pun but it's like just kind of a tasteless a tasteless joke at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of a stretch. She was, uh, I guess, crushed to death. Yeah. Uh, which I guess Not is even the same. squeezed to death. Well, yeah. it's kind of the same. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. But it's kind of like if I, I were crushed by a, a giant wheel of cheese <laughs> and an onlooker turned to the person next to them and said, she always did love cheese. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a on the face of it. That is a true observation, but <laughs> you're just being a dick to bring it up. Yeah, it's sort of like Alanis Morissette's definition of irony. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> Meaning, it's not irony at all. <laughs> it's being squeezed to death <laughs> between a helicopter and a tree. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, uh, Natalia, or not Natalia, Zinnia is in league with our villains, mm. um, who are the head of the Russian Space Division. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called, the Space Division. Some Russian military muckety-muck who goes rogue and steals the golden eye space laser to do some stuff that doesn't matter. Like their motive, their their motives don't really matter. <laughs> nope. Um, <laughs> he is assisted by Boris Grishenko, mm. played rather delightfully by Alan Cumming. Mm, everybody loves thought, this character. Yeah, I I love to hate him. He's like so entertaining, but he's uh, such a scumbag. Yeah, and his oh, I hate his little avatar on his computer, like yeah. the caricature of his face. It just makes me want to punch him. <laughs> Yeah, he's got a punchable face. <laughs> oh, Alan Cumming is so good. <laughs> he is very good. And I enjoyed everything about that scene where he's explaining to Natalia how he hacks into things. Mm. Like showing this like map visualization that I don't think computers would have had any reason to do until <laughs> like many years later. Mm-hmm. Um but the just the gleeful attitude anytime a movie at this time mentions the internet oh my god oh we're going to use the internet to steal money from a bank Ooh, is that a thing how could you Mm, and then we're just gonna (laughs) then we're just gonna zap the bank and the records will go away (laughs) yeah that's how it works yeah i i also love uh terrible outdated technology in these movies it's always fun oh so good and these guys are for some reason in league with um the aforementioned dead 006 Mm. sean bean who um has some really complex like deeply rooted reasons for wanting to bring bond and england down yeah, I didn't really pay attention to what it was. <laughs> Something no. about Cossacks. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the Liev Cossacks or something like that. Yeah. It's Who cares? Some... Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, Sean Bean is wonderful. He's like, has a great presence, but this character is just like, meh, okay. Yep. I'm always amused by... Yeah, um, I was going to back up from it and be like, well, not amused, but interested in. But no, I'm amused by like really specific racisms in <laughs> movies that are foreign to me. Yes. Because I'm American. They'll be like, oh, they have a problem with not just Cossacks, but this one particular tribe of Cossacks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is that true? I don't know. Similar to the Chukchi, I guess. But the <laughs> Chukchi are real, and I don't know if these sub-Cossacks are actually... If they even exist. If anyone who's listening knows, then uh, let us know. Yeah, that'd be great. 
I always like hearing about chick cheese. Well, no, I mean, the chick cheese are real. <laughs> <laughs> That's not up for debate. Those are real people. Okay. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so these villains also uh, are very Bond-esque in that they set up some elaborate way to kill James <laughs> Bond, and they take the attitude of, set it and forget it. All right, <laughs> we're just going to leave you in this helicopter, and you're definitely going to die, so bye-bye now. I'm going to go do something <laughs> else and assume that you're going to die. Well, they're they're chronically understaffed. It's hard to find good people <laughs> when Bond wipes out like a hundred of your employees at once. Mm-hmm. Like, oh god, I gotta do this thing. Uh, he'll probably die. <laughs> I just can't be in both places at once. So, <laughs> you know the um, there's a theory that the the reason so many different people have been able to play Bond and he's always 007 is that uh, James Bond is just like a pseudonym. And that the reason Daniel Craig is Bond now is because Pierce Brosnan died. And what? Yeah, that's one of the theories for like the explanations for why James Bond is always young. uh, Looking like different people. Okay, you mean as like an explanation in the world of the movies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you meant that Pierce. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Pierce Brosnan's still alive. Like I've seen him on TV. Yeah, he's, he's still alive. He's doing really bad movies, I think. I don't know what movies he's he's doing, but um, I read some interviews with him where he's pretty salty about the James Bond franchise. Oh. Seems like they fired him pretty unceremoniously. Like, he thought he was going to be in another movie, and then some studio heads just sort of made the decision that he wasn't going to be. Oh. And, yeah. Poor so. guy. Yeah, well, he's getting old. Yeah. He's doing all right, though. He doesn't need them. Mm-mm. But, yeah, so the theory is that well, James Bond actually does die sometimes, so there have to be occasions when that succeeds. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that makes eventually sense. Pierce Brosnan's Bond was, like, left in the path of a of a giant drill, and he couldn't get out. And that's <laughs> why now we have Daniel Craig. <laughs> I hope that's not the way he goes. Or an unfortunate waxing accident. (laughs) Or an unfortunate accident in a canoe. (laughs) And people talk. Speaking of unfortunate accidents, you know, you don't always need to be out in the field battling bad guys to get into a sticky situation, Mm. as we get to see in the uh, ever-delightful Q scene, where Bond um, meets with Agent Q, the head of technology at MI6, and gets introduced to his new car and his new gadgets. Mm -hmm. I feel like the Q scenes are always people's favorite things in Bond movies because there was kind of the comedy relief in an otherwise mm-hmm. action-packed movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah they're they're witty they're corny Q is is a funny old man who's mm-hmm. just kind of comforting and fun to see the same guy in all the movies was um, it I was wondering because I because you don't so know them yeah he's he's really old as compared to the new guy in <laughs> daniel craig movies that spring chicken uh john cleese <laughs> <laughs> yeah the man who played q in this movie was the same one who had played q since the 60s mm-hmm. and he um was pretty old when they started so um he it's amazing that he held in as long as he did well he's adorable he is Mm. i really like when um bond picks up his picks up uh, so they're they're touring through the lab and uh q has shown him a bunch of gadgets that aren't too exciting he's got like a car an exploding pen a um Mm -hmm. a belt fancy belt and then bond idly picks up a foot-long hoagie that's sitting on a desk and turns it over with a quizzical look on his face. 
And Q slaps him and says, don't touch that. That's my lunch. <laughs> that was your favorite scene. Yeah, the whole Q scene. <laughs> oh, okay. Just like a steady... <laughs> just specifically the hoagie. <laughs> specifically 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 my favorite point in the whole movie mm. is <laughs> the tone in his voice when he says that's my lunch <laughs> it's pretty great and the look on pierce brosnan's face because he still has that cool like classy bond face but mm. also is holding a sandwich and looking curious <laughs> that's pretty classic brit humor it's pretty yeah. great mm-hmm there's just a steady beat of funny things happening, like low-key funny stuff happening every yeah. 30 seconds. And it's mm-hmm. always in the background. And yeah, it's mwah. Mm. That's struck just the right note. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always enjoy the cue scenes when they go through all this like fancy stuff. And there's, a, oh, there's always that one gadget that's, you idiot, it's just a watch. What what did you think it was? I would like to know what he did think the sandwich was. <laughs> An exploding sandwich, I guess. <laughs> Throw it at someone's face. <laughs> Eat it. It. <laughs> it would be pretty conspicuous at the type of <laughs> restaurants that James Bond typically goes to. <laughs> or anywhere. Or, yeah. You'd have to be carrying like one of those little uh, insulated lunch boxes. He would, like he would see the villain and unzip lock it or un- unvelcro it and reach in and pull out a sandwich. <laughs> so just throw it at him. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <clears throat> Let's not get a bread of ourselves. Oh, pleased to meet you. Lunch meet you. Um, hungry for more? <laughs> no. <laughs> he left an indelible impression. What? <laughs> oh, you fit right in on this movie, Jenna, with all the puns. Oh, yeah. So many good puns in Bond movies. I think there are even more in the Sean Connery ones, which is why they just, like, give me such give me such delight. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they're good ones. Just a whole bunch of wiener puns. <laughs> <laughs> like, hmm, one rises to the occasion. And then just, yeah, they're good. They just sprinkle them throughout. Puns mm-hmm. are the the zest of life. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that cue scene is probably my favorite. Do you want to go over just some of our highlights? You know, share some of our favorite scenes? Mm. Well, I've already recounted one, mostly, which is the over-the-top sex noises from Zinnia on the top. Uh, I really enjoy how crazy that lady is. Oh, and there's another scene where she gets aroused after uh, oh, yeah. slaughtering people with a machine gun. And then her counterpart uh, just kind of looks at her like, what the hell, lady? Yeah, like, who am I? Who have I allied myself to? <laughs> how did I get here? <laughs> I like that's one of the best parts about the Bond movies is that they know how ridiculous they are. They're in on the joke. It's like, lest you think that she's doing this because some like director with the mind of a 12 year old boy wrote it. No, they just they know what the expectations are. They know that oversexed women are part of the package. So they just go all in. (laughs) Make of that what you will. Yep. And they rise to the occasion. Just jam the movie full of ridiculous ridiculous things like like Xenia Anatop's orgasmic murder. Yeah. That is gonna be a band name. <laughs> Should be. Xenia Anatop's orgasmic murder, you heard it here. <laughs> Do you know any of the other ridiculously named females from other Bond movies? 
a few. I feel like there's there's pussy galore. Right. That's the one that probably Um, stands out the most. Yeah, there's another, the other one in um, Goldfinger. It's fresh in my mind. It's kind of uh, under the radar, but there's an Asian lady and her name is Melee. Mm. I thought that was a pretty cool one. Definitely less in your face than Pussy Galore. Uh, yeah, I don't want that one in my face. <laughs> let's let's check them out. Oh, we got Honey Rider. Mm. Uh, there's a there's a Strawberry Fields in Quantum of Solace, which I didn't remember because that movie was kind of hard to deal with. Yeah, I didn't really enjoy that one. Ooh, Holly Goodhead. Oh, Plenty perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Uh, Kissy Suzuki. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure what's sexy about that. Kissy? Really? Dr. Christmas Jones, the nuclear physicist played by Denise Richards in The World Is Not Enough. Oh, mm, not too many sexy ones. All right. Less, the, um, they're definitely less ridiculous than I remember them, except for the obvious pussy galore one. <laughs> See, that one just, I think they were pushing it as far as they could. I think so, yeah. But maybe you are thinking of, um, maybe you're thinking of Austin Powers. Oh, they oh, really yeah. hit a home run with the girls' names. You've got um, Felicity Shagwell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ivana Humpalot. <laughs> probably <laughs> the one I was thinking of. <laughs> Xenia Onotop uh, isn't that far off from No, that. it's not. Oh, my God. I mean, because Bond movies are so ridiculous, that is why Austin Powers was so successful. Or at least yeah. it started out successful. <laughs> the first two, I still think, are hilarious. Yeah, yeah, they are. And um, I actually watched a Roger. I watched part of a Roger Moore Bond, mm. and I think I got all I needed to out of it. But um, those are like total swinging seventies ultimate. Yeah, baby, yeah, Bond. So <laughs> I think that's probably what Mike Myers was really making fun of. Probably. There is a ton of material. So so what was your one of your favorite scenes? I really enjoyed the whole sequence at the very beginning. Like they always pack in um a really like strong action scene to start mm-hmm. off the movie, like before you even see the credits. And the the very beginning when Bond is cornered by Russian agents. They've just killed 006 right in front of him. He has to find a way out. Mm. He hides behind a cart <laughs> that is cover is is um is being used to transport uh, cans that are full of explosive materials. So they can't shoot at him through the cans. Mm-hmm. And then he just sidesteps across the room to <laughs> a conveyor belt, <laughs> like the the thing is squeaking like. <laughs> as he (laughs) wheels it across the room and then he of course escapes he like shoots at them and throws himself backwards and um turns the conveyor belt on so he can escape and like hits a switch so that all these cans come (laughs) falling out and crush all the russian guys who are trying to run after him it's like um if you have like a a case of soda on its side in the fridge and you like open up this rip open the side and if you're not careful all the cans will just come rolling out onto your floor <laughs> that only people are getting seriously hurt <laughs> it's a little more serious i guess <laughs> but that that blend of comedy and action was, mm-hmm. was great yeah yeah th- i think that's a, g- a good summation of what you're in for for the rest of the movie too yeah it's playful but also some some legit stunts are mm-hmm. involved. oh yeah i always love watching movies like this and trying to pick out the stuntmen 
Like, uh, <laughs> it's so much fun. I do it all the time with Terminator 2 because it's just ridiculous. There's so many stunts in them and none of them are Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's hard but, to fake Arnold Schwarzenegger's profile. Yeah, it is. Uh, this one was a little less noticeable because there's a lot of dudes that kind of look like Pierce Brosnan. But the part where he jumps off of a dam, I think, in the beginning. Oh, yeah, in the very beginning when he's yeah. bungeeing off. Yeah, yeah, totally a stunt guy. And I just like watching it because, like, they're zoomed out enough where you think, like, they think the audience can't tell. So it's like a long not shot. You. And it's like, that's not Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> <laughs> I like doing that. <laughs> It sounds like you're good at it. You should keep a you should like keep a ranking of best scenes where it's clearly a stunt man. Mm-hmm. They're they're pretty fun. My favorite action sequence uh, from the movie is when he's in the tank towards the end. Yes, that's <laughs> one of my favorites too. Oh my god, it's so it's like ridiculous. Like he's supposed to be a secret <laughs> agent, and he's literally <laughs> destroying city blocks in a giant. <laughs> tank <laughs> smushing people destroying statues like yeah. oh man when he winds up with the horse right the horse statue on top <laughs> of his tank yeah <laughs> another one of those and, ridiculous moments and the the handling on that tank is excellent it, it's like yeah it must be and the bmw of tanks i think it was and somebody <laughs> just left the keys in it apparently <laughs> well, I'm just gonna pop in and get a sandwich. I thought I brought one with me, but uh, I'll be right back, Tanky. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> hey, come back! That's my tank. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing, yeah. There are scenes when Bond's doing like a little Moscow drift when he comes around a corner. The tank's just <laughs> skidding across the road. I'm pretty sure tanks are designed not to do that. <laughs> Well, tanks are also probably not designed to be on cobblestone. That's so. true. Fair enough. <laughs> but that was some good stuff. Bond leaves quite a trail of carnage behind him. He always does. Mm-hmm. Like in that in that first scene, like I mentioned, the entire facility blows up. There are just tons of disposable minions. Mm-hmm. He's not a very, he's not a very discreet spy. No, not at all in this movie. <laughs> he does very little actual, like, spying. Spy work, yeah. <laughs> like, undercover, stealthy mission. Nope. Um, President John F. Kennedy was a big fan of James Bond and requested that Dr. No, the first movie uh, starring mm. Sean Connery, be screened at the White House. Oh. It's a little funny that a president who actually was in charge of ordering spies around thought that that was a pretty <laughs> cool way of doing stuff. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, that's a little worrying. Like, oh, have we thought about having our agents uh, swim in in scuba gear with ducks on their heads? <laughs> Seems like that could work. <laughs> Hopefully he liked it for the pure fiction of it all. And the titties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are good too. <laughs> That's sexist, Jenna. Hmm. What are you going to do about it? Mm, I'm going to get my girl Judy Dench on you. Oh, shit. <laughs> Which brings that me to... That number cruncher. <laughs> you know... she going to do math on me? That's unfair, okay? She got to where she was by doing more than just crunching numbers. She's great, and I love her. And that's why my other favorite scene is when her and Bond meet in her office... And she lays the smack down on Bond and calls him a sexist, misogynistic dinosaur. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was unexpected and awesome. Yeah, she's great. Uh, I mean, I don't really remember any of the other M's. And the new M, uh, Ray Fines. Oh, Ray Fines is the new M? Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? 
<laughs> nice. I do really like Ray Fiennes, but he is no Judy Dench. She is such a dame. Uh, <laughs> she's got the balls to do the job without having balls. And it's, mwah, it's beautiful. I just want to hug her, even though I know she doesn't want me to hug her. Well, maybe not in front of her employees, but she probably likes a hug every now and then. Yeah. Yeah, she's a pretty badass lady boss, and I like that they directly address both the the fact that she's getting shit from her employees, what kind of shit she's getting from her employees, and that mm. she's not taking it. Yeah. Like, oh, she's just a number cruncher. She's too cautious. Blah, blah, blah. All stereotypical reasons women can't be in charge and be good mm. at jobs like this. Mm-hmm. Bam. I mean... She is, like, hands down the reason that anyone can really tolerate the ridiculous things in Bond movies. Because they're so aware of it, and also they have this really badass woman character in all of the movies. So it's mm -hmm. like, alright, I forgive you for on a top, you're just being ridiculous. But at least we got my Dame Judi Dench in charge. Yeah, this movie did a good job, I think, of recognizing what's ridiculous about the Bond movies and kind of calling it out without just putting the brakes on and being like, Bond's going to be super respectful to women now. <laughs> that would be damaging to the franchise. That's not the character. Mm -hmm. So I thought they handled it pretty well. You got a badass yeah. lady character. You've got smart, um, a smart Bond girl mm -hmm. who's like an accomplished scientist. And um, and they yeah, they yeah. react in pretty pretty reasonable ways given the circumstances. Mm -hmm. Bond himself isn't too receptive, but that's what you'd expect of the character. So yeah, well done, mid nineties. This is a surprisingly well executed uh, handling of the situation. I yeah, think. well on their way to to the right solutions. Any other favorite scenes you'd like to recount? I really like when he rides a motorcycle off a cliff and dives into a riderless plane. <laughs> or a pilotless plane. Mm -hmm. That one was super ridiculous. So <laughs> ridiculous that it was also really awesome. Was it another one of the uh, stunt men? Uh, <laughs> Because I don't remember that stunt. I don't know how I missed that. Wait, you don't remember that stunt? <laughs> Maybe it was one of the times I was looking away. <laughs> yeah, you should probably go back and watch it because it's really good. Which he, part um, is this? It's when he's escaping the facility in the beginning after he um, crushes all those guys with the cans. Oh. He goes out. He finds a helicopter or a, pl a little plane that's like a prop plane that's just gearing up to take off. Uh, okay. I, I don't know why I was picturing like a giant cargo plane. I'm like, no. I missed that. I must have missed <laughs> <No>. that. <laughs> uh, he, he kills the pilot. He starts the plane. It dro drops off a cliff. He rides a motorcycle off the cliff after it. He jumps <laughs> off the motorcycle and through, through physics somehow like drops faster than the plane and gets into the plane, pulls it up out of its nosedive, and rides away into the sunset. Impressive. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty badass stunt, but yeah, are there any other parts that that you really liked that you want to share with everybody? I I just have one other very small scene. And <laughs> it's part of the reason we were laughing about Mini Driver at the beginning of the episode. Do you know what it is? Yes. <laughs> Stand by your man. Wow. <laughs> like a shiver runs up my spine. I'm surprised you didn't love it. Ugh. I rewound it and watched it again. I rewound the guy getting trapped in the phone booth in the queue scene like four times. <laughs> but that mini driver scene, oh, yeah, it's grated on my grated on my soul. But her voice is beautiful, and she's wearing a cowboy outfit. Because, 
why miss an opportunity to make fun of American culture when you're dealing with a British character in a Russian bar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do that with um, uh, Hagrid's character, too. There's always that, like, token American agent who's, like, loose friends with Bond, who's very crass and calls him Jimbo. Yeah, it's, I don't know what they're going for in there. It is a staple of those movies, and I don't know if they think that Americans are amused by that. Are Americans amused by that? I'm not offended. I'm just like, ugh, what? Probably. I don't know. Well, you're amused by it. You like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed the mini driver. The the other agent guy, he was disposable as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. The um it's so weird that both Mini Driver and Famke Jansen went on to be big stars. Yeah. Because their parts in this movie are so ridiculous. Just silly. Straight up silly. Kudos to those ladies for coming back from this there were some sweet special effects in this movie i don't know if you noticed yeah they were pretty good good explosions good uh, Mm -hmm. good lightning (laughs) i mean electricity (laughs) to be fair it's electricity Mm, yes it uh it's blue it's pulsating Mm -hmm. just like every electricity i've ever seen (laughs) because <laughs> you can see electricity i've seen a lot more electricity in the movies since we started doing this show than <laughs> i've ever seen in real life all right so Im- important question then mm? which movie thus far that we have watched has the best lightning slash electricity effects <laughs> i gotta go with powder <laughs> I do. <laughs> explain. Explain. Well, the it's used to good effect plot-wise. <laughs> and it gets rid of powder. <laughs> so. Anything that gets rid of powder is the best to me. <laughs> you got that, that shock wave of light. I don't think those things would go together, but you got that wave that... <laughs> Extends outward from powder after his matter is destroyed, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. after he dissolves, or whatever was going on there. Mm. Uh, you got the little white balls yeah. that play into it somehow. It's just that's really, true. Really gets the job done. Yeah, Mortal Kombat did not have the spheres of light along with the the radiant yeah. electricity. But yeah, I think that's what really puts powder ahead for me. Is Fair enough, yeah. I mean, it's it's a cathartic thing, too, because you don't have to watch Powder anymore. <laughs> Such an incredible release. <laughs> but I still, I still, hands down, have to go with my boy, Lord Raiden, and his lightning eyes. Mm-hmm. Still my fave. But, yeah. was just thinking about Raiden and I lost my ability to speak. I sank into a reverie. I was picturing him and daydreaming about him. A beautiful daydream. Dream. 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 Dream of I don't think so. <laughs> On that note, I think that's another, I think we got this, that's a wrap. Yeah, <laughs> I think we covered every, every possible facet of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Including how Lord Raiden ties into it, because I've missed him. Yeah. We're going to take a break next week, so there won't be any episode. Take some time to enjoy the the holiday. Mm -hmm. Celebrate. Thanks to our audience for joining us. Um, Since we've gone up on iTunes, we've had uh, an exciting number of subscribers. It's constantly blowing my mind that people are actually subscribing to hear us. go over the finer points of mid-90s <laughs> lightning special effects, but it's 
it's so exciting and I'm so grateful. Mm -hmm. Um, You can also, if you're so inclined, in addition to subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes, can follow us on Facebook. We are at VHESpod. Get there now. (laughs) (laughs) And until until we meet again, I hope you all stay on the top of things this holiday season. Oh, no. No, 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 no. And in the meantime, if you're looking for something to do with your family after the turkey is eaten and you're all just kind of milling around, why don't you check out some of the James Bond movies? If you're a Hulu or Amazon Prime subscriber, you've got some some great classics from uh, from Sean Connery all the way up to Pierce Brosnan. You can check them out um, if you want. Go to the Facebook page or the, the Twitter handle and let us know who your favorite Bond is. Why not? <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna be here trying to think up puns. Mm. You could say if you killed someone with a turkey. <laughs> what? Um. You gobble, really gobble. S- you really <laughs> stuffed them. Oh, something. Um, it's there. It's right. It's right there within reach. Um. I'm afraid you're in gravy danger. Oh! Better be Casa rolling along. <laughs> uh, don't be so starchy. That's not. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we know why there's never been a Thanksgiving themed James Bond. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, Cassie. Thanks to everyone for listening to VHS. I will will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. about breasts.
I'm afraid you're in gravy danger. <laughs>